Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 192. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. All awareness on this now moment. Every day we are reborn. Every day is an opportunity to begin anew. Every day we are the resurrection. This is day 32 of our 44 day challenge. If you are at this space and you are participating, I am so proud of you. I am proud of us. I am in gratitude and appreciation as this challenge has calibrated me into a state of being that I have never been in. (laughs) Not that I remember. To wake up in joy and celebration. To know that only God is here and all is well. So please know you are appreciated and I truly do see you in the brightest light. And as I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to offer a four-part reading using the Gods and Titans Oracle deck. As an androgynous being, I sometimes feel very masculine and other times I feel very feminine. I do go in and out of these state of beings naturally. I've always sort of been this way. And as I woke up this morning, I immediately said, Gaia, I love you, Gaia. And thank you, Gaia. And then as I got out of bed, I pulled one card from the Gaia Oracle deck just to see a focus point. And it was the Gaia card. And in that moment, I immediately became curious as to what the Divine Mills, as we are witnessing the Divine Feminine rising, we are honoring the Sophia, Mother God. And as we are being equilibriated, we cannot not acknowledge the Divine Masculine. And we have stated before in a previous reading that the Divine Masculine is embracing and in appreciation now of the goddess that they are working together they always have been but within us and as we are sometimes in an inner conflict with our own androgyny that is reflected in the outside world and as there are brother sisters beings who are very passionate about ending the cycle of the patriarchy We cannot do that by focusing on the patriarchy. So again, I felt guided to tune into the Divine Father God and ask what does He think, what does He feel about the Divine Feminine rising again? And we say again, but she never left. Again, we've always been androgynous. This is the law of gender. We are all masculine feminine. This is part of the collective lesson to integrate your fractals and some of that are complementary forces that we call opposite but they're not 
yin and yang. Yin is the feminine receptive. Yang is the masculine action or logic. So let us take a deep breath. We invite in the Christ light and call on the almighty presence of the I am, the only active presence here. Activating the electric belt around myself and all beings that enter this space. And if it is the will of the Creator, activate the electric belt around Gaia now. Ensuring only love can penetrate. Only love can penetrate. Yes. Deep breath. Again, we are using the Gods and Titans Oracle deck, all representations of Father God and aspects of self, as only I am here. We will choose the four cards and then offer the interpretation. Card number one, Eros, God of Love. Very beautiful. This is where they get the idea of Cupid. Card number two, Surnunos, God of shape-shifting and earth and air. This is already very beautiful. Card number three, Lu. Lu is a sun god and the god of skills, very ancient, very, very old archetype. Card number four, Vishnu. God of destruction and creation, which brings balance. Breathe. We will offer the interpretation, and then in the next segment, I do feel guided to refer to the guidebook as I am curious with you. I would like more information about mostly Surnonos, the god of shapeshifting and earth, and Lu the sun god of skill. I sort of am familiar with the representations they are, but again, I just like more info. Message sounds like this. You have, we have come from love. We have come from love to earth. And we have come from earth Rather, we have come from love to earth so we can shapeshift the earth and the skill that we were embedded with is love. We came from the sun. We come from the light of the world. We are here to establish balance and equilibrium, to bring love where there is no love and to be the evidence of Christ where there is no oneness. in regards to your individual experience. You are love incarnate. And whatever you are dealing with today, whether it be an inner conflict or outer, you have the skill to return things to balance. As Vishnu is depicted with many arms, 
this might be the indicator that you are holding on to something while trying to hold on to something else. Meaning, you are trying to create love and peace in your life, but you might be holding on to situations or grievances that do not match that. So let us be more skilled in the acknowledgement of what we are attached to and clinging to that is not allowing us to shapeshift and become the love that we are. In regards to the collective, we all come from love. Only love is here. The earth is changing very rapidly. And as we are recognizing Cernonos, it's very funny, the beginning of his name is Cern. Cernonos, as the shapeshifter god of earth and air, this might be the indicator that the collective is experiencing refined thoughts and it does seem like conflict but those thoughts we're receiving are here to establish balance meaning it only seems conflicting because the thoughts we are receiving now are here to replace the thoughts that don't match love it always comes down to love always more love and as love has no opposite, it is totally encompassing. When we restore the earth to balance, this is essentially suggesting that we return to love. This is an inside job that will be reflected without. So what parts of your life are you in conflict with because you're not letting go of the energy that don't match love? Where can we be more mindful to change our thoughts, to be more skilled in thinking, in alignment with love. Where are you feeling unlovable? Where do you feel unworthy to receive love? These are the thoughts that need to be shape-shifted. The realm of mentalism, we are apparently being asked to fill that space with love. Fill your thoughts with love. Let your racing thoughts be that of love. If you're going to have racing thoughts, let them be love. And you are going to have racing thoughts. Because this is the realm of mentalism. This is how we create. From the thought world into the physical. So let us set an intention to be so mindful of the thoughts, feelings and emotions that are creating an imbalance. Where can we be more disciplined in taking an honest assessment of the self? Keeping yourself in check when we are courting or seducing the thoughts that lack love. This is why we say there is no battle out there. Because the in there becomes the out there. And whatever you're experiencing out there, it must have been in there first. So fill your space with love. And it's very beautiful that the Divine Masculine is utilizing the analytical nature of what we are to think about love. Analyze love. Use that mind that thinks so much to hone and foster more love. This is one of our greatest skills, is to think. But for so long, we have been thinking 
against love. So when Vishnu shows up, it only means one thing. And I'm not saying this to put anyone in fear. It's just what it is. Vishnu is the great destroyer and creator. And as he is the fourth card with his four arms, he is coming, he is here, and it's us. It's the part of us that got tired of the polarity. It's the part of us that is ready to live in harmony. It's the part of us that wants to be in love. But where there is no love, love must be entered. So sometimes things need to be knocked down. Things need to be tore apart. He is a very vicious archetype of Father God, but also one of the most loving at the same time. It's like tough love, and it's only tough because that which has been built against love needs to be torn down. So there is a destructive aspect of our current stage of development that we don't want to be in fear of. We need to be so mindful to understand love is taking the place of the realm of existence that was not so loving. Love is here to fill us up. Love is here to take over. If there is a great flood coming, let it be love. And I immediately can hear a Janet Jackson song. One of my favorites. She says, Love is taking over like a tidal wave. Our universe aligned. I'm feeling the love tonight. Yes. The following are the interpretations from the guidebook. First God, Eros. Deep breath. Messages as follows. Step out of chaos and allow love to direct all. A new love liberates your mind, body, and soul. The ancient Greeks believed that in the very beginning there was only chaos. The universe was but a primordial slush. There was no distinct earth, water, and sky. Just a chaotic cauldron of everything and nothing. And then, infinitely slowly, more evolved. Distinct energies began to form and liberate themselves from the mass. The first organizing influence to leave chaos was Eros, love. Before any other element, earth, air, fire, or even water, love came first. Eros is not the chubby, cute cherub of later Christian times, but a fully-fledged and powerful god of love. In his true form, a stunningly desirable man, he is responsible for the lust and ardor facets of love, as well as the responsibilities like trust that come hand-in-hand hand with it. In the richly layered story of Psyche and Eros, we learn that true love demands total honesty and open-heartedness, before Psyche married, an oracle told her that she would have a perfect husband, beautiful in form. 
yet could never actually set eyes upon him. She married this mysterious man and was very happy with her choice. But she met with her sisters after a time, and they convinced her that her husband must be a monster, ugly as a demon, and twice as evil, and this is why he would not show himself to her. Fraught with doubt, that night, as her husband slept, she lit a candle. The soft light revealed the exquisite form of Eros himself. Eros awoke when a drip of wax from the candle fell onto his skin. Devastated with disappointment, he left Psyche. With complete love comes complete trust, and ultimately the rewards of this are immeasurable. Call upon Eros when you wish to step out of your own personal chaos and organize your life with love. This mighty God will help bring love, build trust in existing relationships, and, if you are willing, open a heart damaged by love lost. With love must come forgiveness, and this is hard to do when confounded by love's extreme emotions. Eros left after Psyche betrayed his trust. Happily, Psyche earned back his trust, and they were reunited. In his form of Eleutherios, the Liberator, Eros helps free you from negative beliefs and current and past relationships. Shadow Side From the outside, it's easy to see the downsides of being addicted to love, but from the inside, the thrill of the chase, the excitement of being close to someone, the rush of adrenaline can all combine to form a powerful addiction. Love is a wonderful thing, but too much addictive love is not. While love can be liberating, it can also cage us. We may feel tempted to misuse the hold we have over others in love relationships. We may feel as if we are caged, creating a dependency on the other person. We have to be sure we are truly aligned with ourselves in our highest form when dealing with love. The symbols for Eros, bow and arrow, wings. Invocation is as follows. Deep breath. You who stepped first from chaos, align me. Eros, I ask for clarity. I ask for your guiding arrow. I pray for a fertile, open-heartedness, the courage to trust, the wildness of heart to allow a sweet surrender, a letting go of the dusty crust around my soul, a freedom of spirit, so I can feel love sweep through me like wind in my hair. Yet please also help me with balance, healing, and forgiving. Eros, hear me. Deep breath. Next God, Sir Nonos. Interpretation is as follows. Breathe. Transition and change are flowing through you. Relax and know you have the power to be what you want to be. While most people think of Sernonos as a god of the Celts, 
The truth is, this energy is far, far older. Prehistoric man covered himself with the skins, hair, feathers, and bones of the animals he hunted, and he danced around his fire. As the shadows played against the cave walls, man changed into the very animals he targeted. Shapeshifting is a way of gathering power and information. This is one of the earliest principles of magic. Like attracts like. If you want to catch a stag, be a stag in the ritual dance. Feel the stag. Think like the stag. Be one with the stag. And then you can better connect with the stag should you need to hunt it. By honoring this father hunter, the horned one, ancient peoples felt they would be better fed and better prepared, and so, more successful. Surnunos is often depicted as half-human and half-stag, although sometimes he is simply depicted as a man with a glorious set of antlers that seem to pierce the sky. His energy is vital, flowing, fertile, and connecting. Today, he is a symbol of the purest masculine energy, untainted and fully connected with his strength and wildness. For this reason, he is extremely popular with the modern pagan and witchcraft communities and is a patron of those who work on facilitating change as environmental activists. You can call upon his shape-shifting energy when you wish to transition from one identity to another or to shift back into your most authentic self. If you feel like you've changed recently in ways that don't feel right to you, are in ways that feel untrue to your nature, it's time to shift back with Cernonos. Shadow Side The wilderness demands respect. Many survival shows demonstrate how to conquer nature rather than work with and enrich the environment for the greatest good. If you only use the gifts of earth, sky, and sea for sport, without ever giving back to those same elements, you may need to rethink your attitude. A balanced masculine nature is one of deep protective connection with the earth and its animals, rather than dominion over them. Today's hunters could do well to follow a more honorable path than the cold process of taking life. Think also how Cernonos would view the common practices of factory farming, for example and reassesses what you eat. The symbols for Sunornos Antlers Stag Snake Trees Invocation is as follows. Deep breath. In the center of all things is you, Sunornos, great god of the earth, of the sky, of the air, of the forest, of things green and wet and wild. Connect me to who I am. Teach me how to delve down like the roots of a tree into the soft earth and find and center myself. Connect me to what I am to be. Mentor me to shift my shape easily, quickly, certainly. Balance me. Give me depth. Give me lightness. Guide me to my true home. Grow me into my best self. May I honor you in word and deed. 
May it begin from here. Breathe. Next God, Lu. That's L-U-G-H, Lu. Interpretation is as follows. Deep breath. There is a wonderful story about the Celtic god Lu that perhaps best sums up his energy and character. Just as many young men wished to do, Lu decided to seek his destiny and travel to the big city. In this case, the city was Tara, King Nuwada of the Tuatha de Danann, the ancient race said to have inhabited Ireland before the historical Irish ruled the land and Lu thought that perhaps he could offer his service to the sovereign. Lu was stopped at the door to the city by an enormous attendant who denied him entrance unless Lu had a skill that Nuwada needed. So Lu told the doorman he was an accomplished blacksmith. The doorman declared that they already had someone with that skill. Next, Lu said that he was a builder. Again, the doorman rejected him for the same reason. Persistent, Lu offered his service as a poet, a magician, a historian, a harpist, and a brilliant swordsman, but he was rejected each and every time. Smiling, Lu stood tall and inquired, Ah, but do you have one person who has all of these skills together? And with that, Lu joined the court of Nuwada. Being a person of skill is something to celebrate. No matter if you are good with your hands or with your mind, being skillful in the area you choose is good for your confidence and self-respect. Perhaps you would like to extend your skill set or learn a new talent. This is an important road to continue to travel on. We should never stop learning or at least improving what we know. Lu also shows that you can be versatile in your talents. He was a swordsman of repute and sensitive poet. You don't have to stick to one thing. Shadow Side Sometimes if we have many talents, we don't know which one to concentrate on, and that can lead us to analysis paralysis and ruts. We live in a world where we can try many things and have many skills. Unlike our parents, who may have, have had to keep one job their whole lives, we have the opportunity to explore our talents as well as the depth. At the same time, have you ever heard the phrase, jack of all trades but master of none? It's important to know how to do different things, but don't neglect something you may become great at if you give it more attention. Again, follow what you most love. The symbols for Cernonos Hunting hounds, slingshot, magic spear, tools, harp. Invocation is as follows. Breathe. Hero of the Tuatha de Danan. Bright Lu of many talents, bless my hands and tools. Make my heart be gallant, you who are hero, you the master of skill. Inspire me now to do your will. Guide my heart. Guide my hands. 
Lu, the master. Bless and expand. Breathe. Next God, Vishnu. Interpretation is as follows: Deep breath. Rectifying imbalance in your body, mind, and soul reduces suffering and pain. The middle path is the best course of action. The Hindus believe that both good and evil exist in the world. This is a natural way of being. When harmony is disturbed, Vishnu appears to maintain balance. Vishnu, the perceiver, is the middle part of the Hindu trinity between Brahma. The Creator and Shiva, the Destroyer. So far, Vishnu has been reincarnated nine times to assist in balancing the powers of light and dark. These incarnations or avatars include those of Rama, Krishna, and the Buddha. There is a tenth reincarnation to come when a hero called Kalki will appear, riding white horse. To again balance the decline of humanity, Vishnu, as a supreme spirit, has many attributes, but he is known for his great Shakti and Bala, which are energy and strength. He uses these to keep order in the universe and to subdue injustice and instill harmony. In one avatar, Parashurama, he destroyed the warrior castes. Who were committing great injustices among the ordinary people and sages? Vishnu is almost always depicted with blue skin, and sometimes he rides on his magnificent bird-like mount, Garuda. His partner is the goddess of prosperity, Lakshmi, who sits lovingly with him, often massaging his feet. Should Vishnu grace you with his presence? Know that he is reminding you to find balance in all things. Admittedly, this is hard. We live in a time where seeking balance seems to be the top of everyone's list. But first, we must be aware of our own imbalance. This is where Vishnu asks us to start with awareness. Where can you actively seek more harmony and peace? What small or large steps can you take to create? Are to correct rather the imbalance for the good of all, including yourself. Shadow side. Trying to balance social life and study, duty and freedom, is almost like walking a tightrope. Vishnu invites us to be aware of our imbalances and to seek to correct them. Often imbalances we aren't fully aware of. Until they give us pain, that is, are the ones we truly need to change. For example, imbalance can manifest as loss of focus, illness, weight issues, bad habits, patterns of low self-esteem, lack of prosperity, and addiction. Symbols for Vishnu: conch, wheel. Lotus, bow and arrow. Invocation is as follows: Breathe. 
Lord Vishnu, I feel your balance to my left, to my right, above me, below me, everywhere you are, I am. I thank you, Lord Vishnu, for balance in my world and in the next. As we come to the end of the episode, I do feel guided to share some final feelings in regards to Father God. It's no coincidence that love would appear first, followed by the purest form of masculinity, with the ability to be persistent in accessing our skills, and the skill we do have to create balance or equilibrium. Very beautiful that love is considered the first element, even before the earth, water, air, or fire. Again, this is what we are. We come from love, for love, to love, through love, with love, by love, in love. Always more love. It is a confirmation that, yet again, the Divine Masculine is supporting the Feminine, as we are reminded in the purest form of masculinity, we are the protectors and preservers of all life. Not protection because the Divine Feminine needs to be protected, protection because this is how we show our love to Mother God. As Vishnu reminds us, balance is an inside job that will be reflected out. We cannot come to balance the exterior world, not very wise, but we can create the balance within, which would allow us to see the equilibrium in the outpictured world. In the idea of being a shapeshifter, we have the skills necessary, and the one state of being we would always intend to shape back, shapeshift back into is that of love. We are being asked to trust ourselves in love. To trust yourself as a persistent being of love that does not give up, that we push through, but not with force or making things happen by allowing love in and love will do the work for us. God will do the work for us. We would like to clarify the mistake I made, but not so much, but kind of, as Vishnu is the center point of the Trinity. He represents the perceiver who observes the chaos, destruction, and building of the new experience. Coming to restore order. So let us be mindful to be like Vishnu as we are witnessing things come into balance. Let us just watch. Let us perceive through the eyes of love. And as we are staying in our knowing for now 32 days, we can be even more clear as to why only God is here, only love is here, because it's playing both parts. It is a symbiotic relationship between what we call light-dark 
which is masculine-feminine, which is awareness and lack of. Everything is coming into order, in divine and perfect equilibrium. And all we are required to do is stay in our knowing and to know that we are love. There is nothing that we are going through at an individual level or collective that cannot benefit by receiving more love. And with that, there is no conflict and no problem here that cannot be resolved with love. Love is the essence of God in action. As we were reminded, it was the first aspect of creation to remove itself from the chaos and express itself as light, love, awareness. You are that love. You are love incarnate. We are love. And on this side of the spectrum, meaning since we are on earth, we are that same love that individual individualized itself from the chaos to experience itself as love. However, we are that love going back into the chaos. So we can bring that love with us. So we can share the love where we are on earth, in the chaos. But again, we are able to shapeshift. We have the ability to calibrate ourselves, to be adaptable, to be wise enough to know that we don't have to be the state of being we are if it doesn't feel like love. We are restoring our inner imbalances through love so we can be the reflection of that in the realm of existence that is also coming into balance. And when we are in balance, there's no more balance, it's equilibrium. No more right, wrong, good, bad, it's only love. Love in all fractals, aspects, frequencies, love experiencing itself. But if you don't know your love, you're not going to be able to perceive it or recognize it. And as individuals, we most of the time cannot perceive or recognize love because of the imbalances within that would have us look away from love. Only you know where you need to look more towards love instead of where it's not. Only you know where you need to be more adaptable and change your state of being or shapeshift so that you can integrate more love. Only you know where you need to be more persistent, where we need to trust our skills and abilities. And only you know your inner conflicts which are asking you to be, what's this word, harmonized. To harmonize the inner conflicts so that we can stand in our knowing and embrace our skills, embrace our adaptability and our ability to be the love that is needed where we are. Yes. All is well. This is what it looks like to come back into order. This is what it looks like when things are coming into balance. Coming into balance is the end result of duality. Coming into balance is the last leg of honoring duality. The final phase of polarity. 
and as it balances, it becomes equilibrated, where we can stand in neutrality, again, in our knowing that only God is here, only love is real, and all is well. Call upon your guides, your angelic helpers, and your loved ones. Call upon the love that you are. Call upon your I am presence that is love. Be the love that you wish to see. And when you be that love, you will see it. Because only love is here. Yes. Yes.